Glamour, fearless, Diva Talk Radio. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Hello, Divas. Are you ready? Because I'm ready to welcome you to Diva Talk Radio, the only radio game show dedicated to women touched by diabetes. I'm your host, Mr. Diva Bedick, and I'm on a quest to glamorize good health and guide you through a whirlwind of smart talk, real-life divas, and standing ovations, because tonight we're celebrating our first year anniversary. So join the party and call in at 347-215-8551, or pull up a chair next to me in the chat room for this month's Phrase of the Month, when you might just be my lucky winner. Now, throughout the night, in honor of our first year anniversary, I'm sharing some of the greatest embarrassing moments of Divabetic history. Like this one, recently I found out from my producer, I have a catchphrase, and it's not, how you doing, like Wendy Williams, it's, I love it. Apparently, I said it one too many times on several of the past shows, and uh, we're working to alleviate that in the future. So that's one of the highlights for year two with Diva Talk Radio, but right now, our biggest highlight of the year is welcoming the Divabetic Angels of Diabetes Outreach, three of the hottest diabetes educators from around the country. Ooh la la. Let's meet Jessica Isler from Norfolk, Virginia. <laughs> Judy Wilcox from Hollywood, Florida. And Jan Koshinsky from Pittsburgh, PA. Hello, Angels. Hi, Max. Hi, Max. Hi, Judy, and hi, Jan. I've got the three J's tonight. <laughs> now, Jan, you're our guest educator from Pittsburgh, PA. Tell us where do you work. I work at the Lions Diabetes Center at University of Pittsburgh Medical Center, uh, McKeesport, uh, which is uh, a suburb of Pittsburgh at a community-based hospital, and I run a diabetes education program both inpatient and outpatient. And that's not all you do, because once a year during Diabetes Awareness Month in November, you're part of the Divas in the Divabetic Pavilion at the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Expo. So tell everyone about what's coming up this year at the Pittsburgh Expo. Absolutely. Our Expo this year is scheduled for Saturday, uh, November 5th, from 9 to 4, at the David Lawrence Convention Center, downtown Pittsburgh. And uh, we hope that it's going to be bigger and better than ever. Every year it gets... um, you know, even better, and we have a wonderful divabetic area there that's a real big hit. In addition to that, we've developed expo pathways that patients can uh, go through a learning experience more geared toward uh, their particular needs. So uh, we have pathways for prevention and pre-diabetes, type 1 diabetes, type 2, youth and family, healthy aging, so there's a lot of wonderful opportunities um, to continue to learn about managing their diabetes. And they could go to diabetes.org or visit us at divabetic.org to find out more about our largest outreach event of the year coming this November 2011. Right now, straight from the headlines, it's time for Hot Topics. We're talking to the Charlie's Angels of Outreach, and tonight, Angels, I was reading Health Day, and it states that after suffering a first stroke, People with diabetes are at greater risk for having another stroke or heart attack. 
Jessica, did you hear about this headline? I did, I did. Um, it's a study released out of uh, Vanderbilt down in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, and um, what they found was that uh, people with type 2 diabetes are 62% more likely to have a second stroke after having a first. And we know, um, we have known for some time that just having diabetes in general, you are two and a half times higher to have a stroke in the first place. So this is really, um, you know, very significant findings and very interesting information. I think. Um, what I thought was particularly interesting was that they didn't see the same increase for a second event in people that just had metabolic syndrome, so folks that just had, you know, high cholesterol and high blood pressure and overweight and insulin resistance. It was having diabetes specifically that increased that risk. So it's very interesting. I think, um, you know, I think the big takeaway is that we really, you know, we need to control our diabetes after having a stroke or transient ischemic attack, but we also can't forget that managing our diabetes isn't just about blood sugar control. It's really crucial that we look at our blood pressure and our cholesterol, and we're treating that as well. So. And, Jan, I wanted to ask you about the numbers relating to cholesterol around this, just based on what Jessica said. Can you share a little bit more input on uh, the cholesterol and managing that? Sure, I can. Uh, when looking at the cholesterol levels, there, there are several different things that, that are looked at. There's a total cholesterol the LDL for the lousy cholesterol or the bad cholesterol, the HDL is the healthy cholesterol, and then there's the triglycerides. But the most critical one to really try and, and aim for really good control is the LDL or the clogged artery bad cholesterol. And for the general population, uh, the, the typical target for that is under a level of 130. When you have type 2 diabetes, because you're already at the same risk for cardiovascular disease as somebody who doesn't have it, um, the recommendation is to get that LDL down below 100. However, if you do have non-existing cardiovascular disease plus diabetes, the target for the LDL is to get it down below 70. And oftentimes that's difficult, and, and most people do need the help of medication therapy, primarily the, the drugs in the statin group to help lower cholesterol to those levels. And Judy, you work in a diabetes center that's hospital-based in Hollywood, Florida. What would you like to add? What I'd like to add is that the most important thing in controlling cardiovascular disease is to make sure you control your blood sugars because when you have high blood sugars, the inside of your blood vessels, if you think of it like a Teflon lining, kind of like a Teflon pan, Everything slides off, but when you have high blood sugars, you kind of scar it. You know when you scar your pan and everything kind of sticks there? That's what high sugars do. So controlling high blood sugars helps to keep the endothelium of your blood vessels really healthy, so it decreases the formation of plaque. So by preventing this, I think it really helps a lot. So it always goes back to the same thing. Let's try to control blood sugars because when you have diabetes, you have an equal risk to have stroke again and again. So control and, your blood pressure and your cholesterol. And sometimes that's harder said, uh, easier said than done because people have multiple uh, states of health. And, you know, if you're living with a stroke and diabetes, it becomes a little bit harder to manage. The caregiver really has to play an active role, which was my job Absolutely. when I worked for Luther Vandross. So I, I want to also share with everyone, we know that this is sometimes hard advice to hear, important advice, but it also takes a lot of team effort to uh, 
prevent a stroke from happening. So thank you, angels, for being a part of that. And if you like what the angels had to say, then tune in to hear what the phrase of the day is coming up at the end of the show. But right now, it's time for Food Aisle Face-Off. And we're going to go... Let's get ready to rumble! I love that. That was Stan, the announcer man, helping me out because we're getting ready to compare two food products in the aisle at your local grocery store and learn which one's the better option with the help of Judy Wilcox, a registered dietitian from Hollywood, Florida. Hi, Judy. Hi, Max. And, you know, my favorite embarrassing moment with you is that you dressed up as a witch the first time I met you uh, to be part of our makeover program. That's right, Max. <laughs> I was wearing green hair and you hardly could recognize me, right? And, and I'm like, that woman should be part of Diva Bedding. <laughs> and that was all well, because Max, we were there for Halloween. Yeah, that was great. That's right. And it could be Halloween every day as far as I'm concerned. But about a week ago, it was the 4th of July, Max. And what do you think we were doing at barbecues and picnics? And people were choosing between watermelon and corn. And what do you think the popular choice is? I I would have to say it's watermelon. Watermelon. Well, you know, if you pick watermelon, there's a lot of benefit to it. After my research, I was pretty astounded. It's really high in vitamin A. It's high in vitamin B6 and vitamin C. But the most amazing thing is it's got this property that decreases inflammation in your arteries. So it kind of mimics what some of those drugs like Viagra does. So drink lots of watermelon juice. But the popular choice is corn. And you know why that is? Because it comes dripping in butter and salt. What a way to take corn and turn it into a French fry. What do you think, Max? <laughs> I, you know what? My, my mother worked at a farmer's market, so I've had all kinds of corn. There's so many delicious varieties of that. I don't even need to put uh, salt or butter on it because I think, like, when you find the different flavors, the sugar and spice and stuff, it's just so tasty without it. So the better option, though, you're saying tonight is? Watermelon. <laughs> but the popular option is corn. But I would say if you take your corn and you buy that yellow and white sugar and spice corn, you're going to get the most sweetest treat you could ever have. So you could enjoy corn. A half a cup of corn is about 15 grams of carbohydrate or a half an ear, and you can splurge on that because carbohydrate to carbohydrate, it's about the same because a cup of watermelon is 15 grams. It's just what you're going to put on it. So if you give up the butter and salt, I think you'd do very well with corn. All right. Well, thank you. Straight ahead, it's time for Dining Out with a Dietitian. <laughs> Welcome back, Jessica. Hey, Max. A whole year of Diva Talk Radio. You were on the first show. We've gone to Good a thing. heck of a lot of restaurants. And I'd just have to say the most... Have controversial one or most embarrassing one according to our Facebook fans is that you went to IHOP with me. Why would you do that? No. People could not believe that the dietitian let you dine out at IHOP. <laughs> well but why you would you mean... let me dine out at IHOP? <laughs> well, you know my motto, be a better eater, not a perfect eater. I figure that we should really just get out there and help folks navigate the menu of places they are actually going to. I you know, I certainly don't endorse IHOP and 
many of the other places we've gone to uh, this year as healthy places to frequent, but I really want people to be able to choose the best things from the menu when they happen to find themselves in there, you know. And um, notice, in my defense, I only let you go to IHOP one time in this whole entire year, so <laughs> it wasn't right. that bad, was it? <laughs> well, in our celebration of our first year anniversary, I'm taking you to Subway and I have to be honest, Fancy. I chose Subway, <laughs> that's right, for an anniversary party because I'm actually on a diet. I have a beach volleyball tournament coming up in four weeks, and I just got my team uniform, which could only be described as skimpy, and I feel like I have to lose <laughs> 10 pounds in order to look good in this. And I know Jared lost a heck of a lot of weight at Subway. I'm thinking that uh, they keep promoting Subway has an easier way to make healthier choices. So can I actually order anything off the menu and lose weight at Subway? Well, we'll get to that. And, and I understand why you chose Subway. You saw what Jared did, and you think, hey, if it worked for him, right? But, you know, since I'm the anti-diet dietitian, I wouldn't necessarily want you to follow in his footsteps and eat there every meal for the next month. That's not necessarily healthy, and you're not going to have a lot of variety in your diet. However, um, there may be certainly some healthier options there than at many of the other fast food joints. So, you know, I I say it's a, it's an okay choice. It's a nice choice for sure. Um, and one more little piece of advice before we get into searching for the perfect sub there. Um, I maybe want to encourage you to reshape that 10-pound weight loss goal. I mean, I generally don't encourage people to aim for any more than, you know, one or one to two pounds a week. Um, if you want weight loss to be healthy and you want it to be lasting, that's generally as high as you can go. So maybe can we aim closer to maybe five pounds, maybe eight at the most? Would you give me that? Uh, I've seen the suit. Yes, I'll try to do it. <laughs> okay, okay. So now that we've we've done that, um, you I'll know, be running in Central are... Park, but I'll do it. <laughs> okay, okay. A little bit of exercise, exercise never hurts in the weight loss department, that's for sure. Um, so now that we're we're past those two points, let's get to actually zeroing in on the menu. So um, we can't necessarily order anything off the menu, what I want you to zero in on are the menu items that they highlight as the six grams of fat or less. Mm -hmm. These are salads and subs that are generally lower in calories and low in saturated fat and so that's a that's a good thing. Definitely go without the side of chips and cookie that they try to sell you at the end by the register and go with water for your beverage and you should be in good shape. And you know, again, this is where you're going when you're eating out. Um, you know, and Speaking of eating out, in the days leading up to the tournament, uh, to really help you look svelte in the swimsuit, I would really, um, you know, first cut back on eating out because it's hard to do what I'm going to suggest when you are, but go for items that are low in sodium. Um, if you're really having things that are really high in sodium, that can mean retaining some water, which might make you feel and look a little bit bloated. So <laughs> go with uh. things that are low in sodium overall because that, that might help you to even feel a little bit better and feel a little more spelt in your suit, even if you've just lost, you know, two to four pounds by that time. Well, that's um, so great advice, way. and yeah. the only thing better than a swimsuit, Jessica, is a boa, so I'm getting ready to pass the boa. <laughs> Sounds good, man. And meet tonight's numerology game contestant, a real-life diva living with type 2 diabetes, Marilia from Nashville. It's time to pass the boa and show us your new attitude. Hello, Marilia. Hello, Max. How are you? Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You have the best motto of all time. It's shine, sparkle, and survive. So share a little bit of your diva, diagnosis to diva story with us. Well, I am a type 2 diabetic, 
discovered that in the early 2000s, and um, I was actually misdiagnosed uh, initially, and uh, due to a really dear friend who was an RN nurse, uh, she was kind of concerned, and she kind of bumped into another nurse casually having a conversation about me, and it just kind of led to, well, send her over, and and it they kind of knew more about me personally, what I could do to help them you know, any diabetic organization for fundraising, and then found out I'm actually diabetic in the process. So it kind of was, I was helping raise money in the process and finding out, here I am, I'm diagnosed as a diabetic, not even knowing. So it was kind of uh, an interesting combination. Just to clarify, were you diagnosed with another type of diabetes, or were you uh, you misdiagnosed living with, with another chronic condition or disease? I'm just curious. You don't have to share it if you don't want. Um, well, actually, I was just, they didn't, no one didn't declare it was diabetes. It just, they couldn't, I, I really wasn't really sure what was wrong, to be honest with you, because uh, uh, I had other issues, of other things going on at that time. So it just, it didn't lead to until I really had a one-on-one at the, uh, at, actually at Vanderbilt. I, they let me come in and do a study to discover that I was actually diabetic. I mean, I had diabetic symptoms, but but I also just didn't really, no one didn't declare it as that. kind of just didn't know what was going on. And now you've kind of gone on to Thrive, and you actually have your own nonprofit organization, charitable organization called Rhinestone Cure. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, the whole concept of Rhinestone Cure really is just a celebration of life. And I do events and parties, and the, the goal, ultimate goal is to do a telethon, and I'm getting closer to that goal, we're about to soon be able to televise an event where we'll be able to raise money for diabetes, and that will be able to be able to donate for cures and different advancements in education for for the actual disease itself. So I'm really excited to be able to participate in that and utilize my friends and colleagues that I know in the entertainment industry to get them all involved. Because both you and I share a strong passion with rhinestones and glitter. Just what is your history or association with rhinestones for our listeners? <laughs> well, uh, actually, my grandfather is the famous rodeo tailor, Nudie, um, Nudie Rodeo Tailors, out of Hollywood, California. And he was famous for making all the rhinestone suits for the stars, as well as my father is Manuel, who does all the clothing for all the entertainers. So I kind of automatically makes me a, a rhinestone heiress in a way. <laughs> I love that you're the rhinestone heiress. And I am so excited to have you on the show celebrating our first year anniversary. If you want to call in, please do at 347-215-8551. But Morelia, it's time for our diabetes numerology game. Are you ready? Uh, I'm ready for anything. <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? We had to give you a rock star treatment there. That's our background singers. Okay, here's how diabetes numerology game works. I'm going to read aloud a random blood uh, sugar value along with a related situation. Then I'll ask you to tell us how you would deal with the situation. Next, the angels, Jan, Jessica, and Judy, will discuss your solution and share some more tips with our listeners. Remember, if you're playing along with us tonight, 
Please keep in mind that one solution doesn't work for everyone. Check with your doctor first to find out what your specific game plan should be. And feel free to visit divabetic.org for free diabetes numerology game book downloads. All right. Are you a fan of the opera? Yes, I am. Oh, well, that's good because tonight your puzzle is loosely based on the 1954 Hollywood musical Carmen Jones starring the one and only Dorothy Dandridge. This show is based on one of the most famous operas. The story focuses on Carmen Jones, a vixen who works in a parachute factory in North Carolina and falls in love with a young and sexy military officer named Joe who was played by a young and sexy Harry Belafonte. Midway through your torrid love affair... You, as Carmen Jones, decides you're, decide you're better off alone and spurn Joe's, Joe's love, only to later to deal, have to deal with the tragic consequences of your decision. So tonight, <laughs> Morella, okay. your random blood glucose value is 219, and your game situation is you wake up in the morning realizing that no one is going to tie you down. How would you handle this situation? I feel like I've been there. <laughs> um, well, generally, um, when I if I have woken up with such a late, uh, with such a high uh, uh, blood sugar such as that, and I have had in in the past, usually I, now I'm able to to keep that at a less uh, much better steady flow. Generally, for me, on how I've been able to handle it is, uh, you know, pretty much take it. Good deep breath, and generally go ahead. And in my case, I I usually need to eat something, and um, and also I go ahead and take some forms of insulin for me. But um, lately, I haven't had that many of issues of having such high blood sugars, which I've been fortunate for at this time in my life. But uh, generally, I for me, it's usually that my body's kind of starving. Generally, when it gets to be that point, but uh, um. But that's pretty much what I would do for me. That's what works for me. All right. Well, let's hear what the angels have to say, starting with <laughs> I Jan. I need the angels. <laughs> Jan, what would you like to share? Well, I I think a one-time reading by itself is, it doesn't really give you all the information that you need. Um, you know, it could be just a one-time incident. But if you start to see that as a trend where every morning you wake up, with a higher reading than what you went to bed. And, and again, we don't know what the, the bedtime readings were in this situation, but um, it could possibly be due to something that we call the dawn effect, um, where when you're fasting or not eating for several hours, um, sometimes the liver then kicks in to give the body some glucose, and it, it sometimes does not turn off when it should, and um, maybe putting too much glucose into the bloodstream. So that could be one possible reason uh, for the high blood glucose. Uh, another one could just be the pure excitement of, of just uh, feeling like uh, she's free now. From <laughs> depending okay. On and uh, Ju- Judy, what would you like to add? Well, mm-hmm. I'd like to add that that's something that could happen from the John phenomenon. Something that they now have is called continuous glucose monitoring sensors, that if you see that happening a lot, that's a sensor you could actually attached to where you could monitor your blood sugars constantly over the time in the evening and see all the variety of blood sugars you have to see when it's going up and it's coming down because that happens a lot. And sometimes taking a small snack of like 15 grams of carbohydrate before you go to bed, actually that could be just what you're saying, 
that your body was starving and it needed those carbohydrates, so it's trying to make its own. And, you know, we're always trying to match insulin and to glucose, so that kind of happens a little bit when you have diabetes, that constant trying to match the two together. So it means a little more monitoring, I think. Great, and uh, that's all the time we have for the, uh, numerology tonight. I want to thank Moriella for helping us to raise awareness in a fun new way. And for helping us, you're going to read some glamorous prizes all packed in a Divabetic tote bag at the end of the show. But now it's time for Makeover in a Minute. Oh, I'm picking up the Celebrity Makeup Artist Hotline. I think Turner Hart is on the call. Hello, Turner. Hey there, Max. <laughs> You're calling me from a studio, a makeup studio in New York. Where are you right now? I am. I am in Makeup Forever on 12th Street in New York. Well, you know, not only are rhinestones waterproof, but so most of us like to wear them like Esther Williams in the water. Tonight you were going to share with us how we could achieve waterproof eyes. Absolutely. It would be my pleasure. I think uh, most women are trying to get that waterproof look in the summer when everyone is, you know, sweaty and riding the subway, at least in New York. For us, that's how we have to prepare. So, um, actually, Makeup Forever has a couple of great products that I'd love to suggest to all of your divas. Great. Um, the first and easiest is a waterproof cream shadow that we have called Aqua Cream. Um, number 13 is actually a very universal color for most uh, skin tones, um, and it's really easy to apply. You can just do one swipe across the lid, kind of lift and brighten the eye for the day, and it'll stay put uh, no matter what you're doing, sports, swimming, walking around. So that is one product I would suggest. And then uh, also you can always go with a waterproof eyeliner. Uh, Makeup Forever's is called Aqua Eyes, and 2L is a really good shade in that. It's just a standard brown that looks great on everyone. Can I ask you a question? Is it hard to remove waterproof mascara? Uh, it is. It is. It can be. Um, but if you just use any uh, eye makeup remover, uh, standard eye, eye makeup remover, or those wipes that you find at the drugstore are great as well. Well, I think we're going to make Morelia's uh, life tonight by giving her some free products from Makeup Forever. Thank you so much for joining the show tonight. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. It's time for How to Muddy Your Mama Rose, Rosemary, are you there tonight? I sure am, Max. Do you have a great tip for me for July? I certainly do. Would you like to hear it? I would. Okay. Uh, My tip for July is to remember to wash your hands and thoroughly rinse them before getting a blood sample. Washing gets rid of the food residues that can cause misleading high meter readings. Rinsing your hands thoroughly will wash away the sugars and hand soaps, lotions, sunblock, mosquito repellent, and gels that can also alter your blood glucose results. Be sure to be sure that your hands are dry first before testing because excess water on your fingertips may dilute the result. This is my good advice for you- the month of July. Great, and you've been on the show all year. Do you have another all-time favorite tip? Um, yes, my favorite tip is to make sure that you wear your medical alert bracelet. I think I gave that tip one of them a couple of months away, and um, I just think it's very important so that just in case of an emergency or a crisis, you have that bracelet on and the emergency personnel can know exactly what is wrong with you, what what. Um, your condition is, and it would be very helpful. So um, that is one of my favorite tips that I have given in this past year. 
Well, thank you for that, and I want to thank you as well as Judy and Jessica for being with me on this show all year long at Diva Talk Radio. I really appreciate how you've helped me inspire women at risk affected by living with diabetes to stay healthy and upbeat about their care. Um, and to do that, I always have a monthly Diva Inspiration, and this month my Diva Inspiration is May West. And to find out more about her, I'm going to ask you to enroll in our e-newsletter, Diva Wire at divabetic.org. That's our free monthly newsletter because tonight in, I'm going to honor a real-life diva in celebration of our first year anniversary and turn the spotlight on our very own Diva Talk radio show producer, Gay Ball O'Brien. We have a rich history in Divabetic of celebra- celebrating people for what they do for us today. And this is a woman who's behind the razzle-dazzle. Honestly, I have done nothing at Divabetic over the past six years that has brought me greater joy than hosting this show, Diva Talk Radio, and I owe it to Gay Ball O'Brien. I work side-by-side with her many, many days out of the month to make this show what it is today, to work with all these fabulous, fabulous guests, these team members. Her team at LGK Marketing, including Lisa and Coffee, have turned Divabetic into a powerhouse on the Internet, and we have been able to reach women around the world, and I just can't thank her enough as well as my fashion, beauty, fitness experts, my real-life divas who, who come on the show every month, Stan, the announcer man, my very own mother, Mama Rosemarie, Jessica and Judy, who have been there from the start, and Luther Vandross for always inspiring me to do things in an entertaining way. So tonight I would like to express my gratitude once again to Gay here and now and tell her how wonderful it has been to work with her all year long and thank you for giving me this incredible opportunity. Now, it's time for the phrase of the month. Visit Divabetic's Facebook fan page, like us, and mention this phrase. Flattery will get you everywhere. That's right. Remember, tune into Mae West and remember to post Flattery will get you everywhere on our Facebook fan page. And at the end of the month, we'll randomly select maybe one or two fans who mentioned the phrase to receive an official Divabetic t-shirt because we're celebrating our anniversary. Remember, every diva has an entourage, and I'm so glad to be part of yours. Let's get happy and stay healthy together. Thank you for listening. Are you ready to dance with us, baby? Yes.